0: I'm Scott Blakeman, getting through this in Manhattan. And I'm Tom Saunders in Los Angeles, California. And it fills me with pride and yet is also somehow humbling that every single day in the last 10 months, this podcast has accomplished startling feats of speculative inventions that literally countless of naysayers have yet to poo-poo or even call our folly but our ideas and inventions actually pale somewhat in comparison to what will one day be a must-have gift item called a CRISPR, an easy-to-use genetic manipulator that has only begun to bring huge fame to the two women scientists who invented it. As far as we know, Scotty and I are the first podcast co-hosts to declare ourselves devoted, loyal fans of Jennifer Doudna and Emmanuel Charpentier, as well as, hopefully, future close friends for life.
1: Well, late yesterday evening, uh, I received a link from Tommy of the Nobel Prize lecture by Emmanuelle Charpentier, who we have brought up uh, frequently on this program for her Nobel Prize-winning work with Jennifer Doudna. And I sat riveted for the entire 25-minute lecture, despite the fact that I could barely follow the complicated scientific terms she was using, made even more difficult by her quite appealing. But... It's slightly hard to understand French accent. I was enthralled, engaged, and inspired by her brilliant work that she's done at laboratories and universities in Austria, Sweden, and Germany. And can I add, without being vilified by some people, that I indeed have a crush on this petite, curly-haired genius in a black suit and high, spiky boots. And I did retain one important piece of information from her lecture, her description of her Nobel-winning Chris Potter Cas9, as she would call it, Chris Potter Cas9 genetic editing device with the ability to correct, replace, add and delete. And who doesn't want to have that ability? I loved how she ended her lecture by acknowledging by name the many scientists who helped and collaborated with her on her journey. And I thank Emmanuel Charpentier for taking me, if just for a brief time, on that journey
0: with her. Scotty. When I think of our connection with Jennifer and Emmanuel, our deep connection, really, well, I feel excited, great, and cool. (laughs) True, at this point, it's all one-sided, as we don't even know if these particular Nobel Prize-winning scientists even listen to this podcast. Although we now know that people who do listen to this podcast are all probably geniuses, based on their uncanny ability to navigate our Fact and informed speculation that non-geniuses might dismiss as unsubstantiated. The point is, and I hope I'm not getting ahead of my skis by announcing to our burgeoning podcast audience, that it's pretty much a given that eventually Scotty and I will at some point in the future cross paths with Jen and M, and that this will lead us to all four hanging out together, exchanging ideas and quips in a leisurely setting. That's right. When the world is well again in a quiet but inspiring locale of their choosing, unless, Scott, with your amazing travel locating abilities, you find us a great place to just chat with G and M, as we will surely call them by that time. And again, our conversation will be wide-ranging and amazing, of course, but as to specifics, I would like to think at some point we all discuss the topic that we've raised in previous podcasts. The topic of bees with tiny human heads. And Madame Chapinche, a Mrs. Miss Doudna, will, I'm pretty sure, get that you don't get stung by bees that you can reason with. And they will be interested that these bees won't mysteriously disappear like the old scary normal-headed bees because you can always make humans talk, so why not bees with tiny human heads? Lots to discuss. And if that goes well, I like to think we'll wind up spending hours in their labs, the four of us trying to make bees with tiny human heads using their most advanced CRISPR that no one of us has seen, but still it goes wacky and wrong and we all laugh and laugh and maybe there's tiny human heads everywhere or, or just bee parts. But it's one of those unforgettable fun evenings where everything gets messy with jokes only the four of us could get and that make us all laugh for weeks months years to come and we all keep the lab coats from that night and they're covered with honey and we never wash them
1: well, i do love the way they both wear their lab coats and you know my adulation and adoration of emmanuelle charpentier is not just predicated on her genius and beauty No, I watched an interview after the lecture where she described the sounds of walking in the snow as crisp, crisp, making Sweden the ideal place for (laughs) her to research Crispar Cas9. She smiled and laughed and displayed a genuine sense of humor and fun. And, well, we look forward to getting to know Ms. Duna as well and to having fun and intelligent banter with both of these remarkable women at lab hangouts around the world. You know what I'm talking about, the places that scientists go to kick back and have a drink or three after a long day of coming up
0: with Nobel Prize winning (laughs) experiments. Exactly, Scotty. The kind of science-based watering hole that serves margaritas and beakers. (laughs) My hope, Scotty, is that in this relaxed setting, we can get into the more esoteric matters, like How can we use CRISPR to make huge, friendly, upright, walking, super smart, talking cats who can act as bodyguards, yes, but also be my friend and maybe pet me for a change?
1: Well, and in addition to our social encounters with them, I do hope to take a course from these wonderful women because their enthusiasm, brilliance, joy and humor can overcome my total lack of facility with chemistry or any of the sciences for that matter. And I would, of course, want to learn about their world. A world that is making our lives better and crisper
0: every day. Scotty, you put it so well. And you know, I I'd be thrilled just to audit a course taught by Emmanuel or, or Jennifer. Obviously we'd prefer to get course credit, but having either one of these gifted women as our teachers would be gratifying even if we don't eventually wind up with PhDs in physics, which actually would be kind of disappointing. But just hanging out with these women at a science pub, well, that would be like a graduate seminar in genetic wizardry. And hopefully we'll come out knowing how to operate the CRISPR to make our own genetically manipulated wonders, like, well, like super smart parrots that can translate English to French in ways that convey the subtle meanings and modern idioms, or a new kind of fruit that Grows in our refrigerators and is always ripe and juicy and delicious, with plenty of vitamins to give us pep.
1: Well, I would love that, Tommy. Or figure out a way if Chris Barr could do something with bananas and how you just—I find it unable to keep them uh, fresh and 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 yep. ripe-looking uh, all the time. But well, uh, but Tommy, I, I have to say there's so many things that we've discussed in just these first seven and a half minutes that are ripe for various shows. You know, I know there is the uh, Bing Bang Theory, which I, I never really watch about. But I, I just think that notion of a science hub where, you know, cheers for the science set. And yeah. uh, I mean, where they go and they discuss. and of course there's some who are of themselves and, you know, I'm working on this great. But, but again, I just love the humor that Emmanuel and I'm sure Jennifer surely must have. And also their love of science. Science has never been bigger. You know, science, as we talked about in the late 50s with, uh, you know, the, the films and the Bell Lab films always held in high esteem. And sadly, yeah. uh, in the last few years, and, and sadly, and then with this administration, uh, thankfully on its way out, science has been denigrated, but then also coming b- bigger and more popular than ever. And so we're stepping in at the right moment to embrace science. Well, and also Jennifer and Emmanuel. Yeah,
0: well, when we embrace Jennifer and Emmanuel, we are embracing science. Scott.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: We're embracing the future. We're embracing a, 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 a new world where bananas never Spoil. I mean, Scotty, that's got to be one of the first things you do with a crisper. I, I, I thought that, you know, it's funny. We t- we talk about a crisper in a refrigerator. We have that word. It's spelled differently, crisper, and that's the drawer that keeps vegetables crisp. Well, Scotty, yeah. what you're talking about is a way to keep bananas uh, 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 un, uh, um, unrotten. What's the, yes, well, What's and, it's and, the opposite and, of, of rotten?
1: Well, you know, ripe, perhaps, right. I guess. But, you know, Tommy is such a small window, and I'm sure people have discussed it, but who's ever done anything about it? And everybody has their theories. Oh, you put it in the free, you do this, you do that. And it looks so great, and I just uh, have not well, been able to mash it. So
0: I'm wait, sure- Wait, 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 You're talking about bananas?
1: About bananas, yeah. Yeah, is. yeah,
0: okay. So you, you said a bunch of things there. You said it was a small window, and I want our listeners to understand what you meant. See, I, I can understand your, your hyper. Hyper talk in ways that uh, uh, some podcast listeners might not get, you meant that there was a small window of time where we can enjoy a perfectly ripe banana, and that's outrageous and that's yeah. so-
1: oh, I mean so long and what other fruit or food has like a you know a 15 minute window? I mean basically uh, and again it's a <laughs> short amount of time I basically when I get it home from my supermarket or my corner uh, stand, which I, I love. It starts to show the little brown. I mean, I enjoy yeah. it. I get them in it's fours. Have to
0: race it home to get it perfect. But a little brown, yeah. Remember, we discussed this in the past because bananas are um, is a. Uh, this is not the first time we've tackled the problem of of bananas and their and their tendency to spoil quickly. Um, by the way, did we mention ever that one of the things if you want to ripen a banana quicker or let's say a bunch of bananas. You put them in a, uh, let's say they're green and you're waiting around and, oh, I wish I had a nice ripe banana, but by the bananas I got were green, mm. what do you do? Well, Scotty, you, uh, I wish that everyone had a crisper; They could just genetically remodify the bananas. But until that magical day, uh, we, we, you put the bananas in a paper bag, a brown mm. paper bag. Isn't that interesting? And it actually tends, for some reason, it's believed that it, and I've done this many times, it it. It, I always do it with bananas. It they um, ripen quicker.
1: Well, so, I did not know that. I have the issue. The other issue is generally I buy them, you know, closer when they have a little green on them. And uh, you know, some people say leave it in the plastic, uh, things like that. And and again, uh, the beauty of the banana is, and and this is so important. Yes, it may brown on the outside, but I still enjoy the banana. At that point, it's not bad, but it, you still aesthetically you wish it had that bright yellow. Uh, right, door, right. Or Jennifer and, and Emmanuel are thinking of bananas in, in their work. That's not the only thing,
0: but no, no. Uh, but this is the type of thing we need to talk to with them about. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. This is the perfect conversational topic to get us We could just somehow yeah. get the conversation on. I mean, yes. I uh, uh, obviously, personally, I would love a, 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 to genetically manipulate into existence a large cat, house cat that. Walks upright at times, not always, but is uh and is my bodyguard, but also is my friend, and puts his arm around me and
1: <laughs> and, me and speaks him. fluently I and mean, speaks
0: yeah. I mean, elder
1: speaks beautifully, but uh, yeah. even to another level
0: that's right, but yeah. to another level so that and speaks well and and is and has some sympathetic words for me for time to time, I and mean, that would be nice, so I mean and that's a more complicated um genetic Challenge really than a, just a banana that won't spoil in fifteen minutes. That's you know. So I guess you start you know on the little the simple things and move up. But I I, I, I do think that these are these are some things that we need to talk to those those two about. And I'm and I'm, wor- I, I'm I'm hoping that it's not one of those things where everybody always comes up to them with their own ideas about genetically manipulated vegetables and bees and things like that. Well, you get that in the science world, but I
1: see us really appealing. On the level of just hey and, and fun and humor and 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 love of ideas and and I see it I saw that spark I saw it. we felt it Tommy right from the beginning seeing pictures of them I didn't see them speaking or hear them and when I and the lecture it was literally Tommy I know nothing and yet for me to be sit in thrall for 25 minutes on yes. my phone watching this lecture which again I didn't grasp most of it but <laughs> I was in, but I was enraptured by it and at the end I did pick up. I guess it's bacteria, uh, something bacteria resistant uh, to viruses and then CRISPR. And then those things that I mentioned, the correct add, delete, replace. I remember that. I love that. Was like fascinating. You
0: delete, it's, it's like a, a word processor or something like that. Or a, well, it's like a
1: circle she had of those words that stayed with me and she was mesmerized. And then the interview with her where she's being very funny and they, she said, well, I came here to Sweden and, and the chip, you know, the crisp, crisp of the sound of walking on snow and, And smiling, and I just saw it. I mean, Tommy, I knew it. We knew it weeks ago when we first brought up, or months ago. But when I saw that, I said, I see the four of us hanging out in the best possible way. And look, they're tired of hanging out with other scientists who are too pushy. And that's what I came up with Chris Potter, cast eight. Who wants to hear that?
0: You're right, you're right, Scotty. And we need to be. Yeah, And even as you say, even as you're talking, I'm thinking, you know, maybe I'm not, I shouldn't come on too strong with my ideas about, you know, bees with tiny human heads that you can talk out of them stinging, you know, those ideas that we've, you know, and now now I'm really into this whole cat that, you know, pets you sometimes. I mean... uh, (laughs) And that type of thing, and and maybe you're right. Maybe we should keep it more light and just fun, because you know that p- people, are, you know, scientists are always coming up with, that, you know, with with problems that they need to solve. So you're right. So, but I I do think though, if we take one of those things like the bees, and and I think they'll get so into it. Oh,
1: they'll that, love it. Yeah, they'll well, love
0: that. we we'll a... wind up in a, in their lab, and we'll just have some great night of fun, and you know, wearing lab coats and you know, throwing with bee heads at each other. And,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, I see us. Um, I think the first time we bring up the bees is at the pub. Yes. You know, uh, and yes. that'll be the fun after maybe, you know, uh, a couple of drinks. And then it's like maybe you she was go, uh, Jennifer, the man, DeManuel- I wasn't going to bring this up. I know you hear this all the time, but if you could, I just this beehead, and they just break out gloriously, <laughs> joyously laughing. And and, you know, I mean, it's so funny you say that we thought that,
0: too. And, and uh, you know, and, yes. and then that really
1: just kicks it into high gear.
0: That's you're right. You're right. You're right. I, I let's not even worry about, you know, stuff like, you know, are are we coming on too strong? They will get it. They'll totally they'll hear our our ideas and they'll be it'll be stuff that they thought, you know, and I I bet you we wind up having eating banana splits. Do, do you remember <laughs> banana splits. Oh, well,
1: I've always wanted to have more of them actually. I've only does people does
0: people still make banana splits? I
1: imagine if they still have a, a local corner uh with a counter. I would hope they do. Maybe <laughs> you can get it uh, Certain ice cream restaurants, you know, yeah. or uh, I would hope, but but I'm craving one now—a banana split. A banana split. Yeah. I,
0: you know, and and imagine a, a a banana that is the ideal banana split banana, you know, where where it comes already pre-split. I mean, that obviously that's a that's a no-brainer. It's you know, I think that they might find that idea to be on the boring side. That's my fear. Well, I
1: think they'll be so intru- and they'll be. I, I can hear them saying, you know, I'll say, well. I'm so far from a scientist. Oh, uh, not not at all. In fact, you have the mind of a scientist much more than many of these so-called scientists that I deal with every day. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. yeah and I would say, then I come back with, and you're quite the comedian. Oh no, I am terribly in front of you. No, you know, you're marvelously funny and your smile. Now again, Tommy, and I hate to even have to think this way, but you and I and Jennifer and, 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 and Emmanuel, and this is of course, Total respect what they do and fun. And, uh, yeah. But what if one of them feels, uh, how do we keep that balance? We're, we're paying attention to both of them equally, which I'm sure we would want to do, of course.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, I was just thinking about that. It's sort of like, uh, um, uh, you know, I, I was thinking, for example, you said, oh, oh, uh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm so far from being a scientist. And, and maybe Jennifer says, well, you're not so, f- no, I'm so s- far from a scientist. And Jennifer says, well, you're not so far from one right now. Oh,
1: wow. You know, and well, that's and where the news comes but, in. Yeah.
0: Emmanuel, you know, Emmanuel is sort of cut out of the whole flirting thing. So then I would yeah. I think one of us would then have to, you know, say something like, well, uh, uh, is there anything better than two sides? Something like that. I, I can't come up with. The yeah. Right, yeah. Well, they're right, something
1: about uh you're your team and we're collaborators. So we're all, yeah, we don't separate from our team. or so something, you know, a little yeah. less awkward than that. And I think that, uh, you know, and Jennifer is American, I believe, right. And I think she, I believe she is. Believe she is. Well,
0: we'll find that out obviously. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, oh, much more. Yeah. And again, this is just something that's joyous for both of us. We're going to, I think we'll make some, some of the guys and ladies jealous in the science world. Like <laughs> who are they talking to these comedian American comedians? You know, well, that's the
0: other thing. Yeah. That's yeah, the other thing. Yeah, these these uh, podcasters. They, yeah. uh, uh, well, uh, and and I can just imagine some nebushy scientists who's been, you know, guy or guys, maybe a, a few of them who's been working with Jennifer and. And Emmanuel, and and just dreaming of them, fantasizing secretly, but but unable to express themselves because they're nebishi scientists that are oh very you know focused on genetic manipulation and editing and so on. <laughs> and then they see us, Scotty. They see us just skating in, like the like the smooth talkers that we are. And we talk smoothly, yes, but that's just our nature. We're not trying to you
1: know, no get anything over anyone.
0: No, get anything over. But we're but we but we are um, capable of, of word magic that these uh, scientists, which are uh, these, these men, these nebbishy men scientists who are very good and, and, and dedicated at what they do, but they're not good at expressing themselves at all. And
1: no, and I do see, though,
0: romantic.
1: I do see there will be maybe one fun. or two.
0: Uh, romantic, but I mean being fun. Yeah, yeah. I said romantic. I don't know where where that comes from. There's all
1: different types. And again, the the Nebuchadnezzar ones could be wonderful scientists and and, and nice guys. But I also do see one or two, maybe an Italian scientist uh, who is, you know, Giorgio, who is quite full of himself and he is quite brilliant, but he's the sort of the fashion. He's always dressed to the nines and maybe he's a guy on both of them. But
0: very fashionable white coat. A fashionable, yes, linen, maybe. Linen and and, and, and. yes uh armani white yeah
1: and so he may be one like who are these gentlemen and almost feeling like he could easily dispense with us and surely they would want to speak to him uh not us but he sees differently once uh they say no we want our, these are our friends our new friends
0: and uh oh O-Gian- giannini or whatever his name is what, what did we decide his name was
1: something uh- Gianni it could be uh uh, uh yeah or maybe uh Maybe just but he does Geo. That's his name. Geo, oh, okay.
0: Geo, this hypothetical—he's yeah. the scientist who always thought he was the ladies' man. You know, the hunk of the of the laboratory. Yeah. Here we come in. How dare we? So that's that was my fear. Like the the Nebushi guys would 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 try to come up with some weird uh, genetic uh, revenge on us. I mean that that I'm sure that occurred to you too.
1: Well, I try to block that out, but, um,
0: and again, I think but, they're but well-meaning. But the Italian, he's, he's going to be, con- I fear he'll try to be confrontational and, you know, try to, you know, s- throw out uh, wor- science words that we don't know and then and then make fun of us for not knowing them. I mean, do, do you worry about that at all? Uh, know.
1: I know. I think that, I don't worry because I feel that he, they're going to be so on our side, I mean, and they kind of roll their eyes. Oh, no, yeah, they, the they will be. One. Jennifer and,
0: and Emmanuel will. Oh, yeah, and he'll be,
1: uh, a oh, be on our first side. first of all, yeah, he'll play it maybe, you know, like, oh, so our friend's from America. And he'll try to be a little, oh, uh, buddy, buddy. And then he'll go, uh, yeah, so what do you know about science? And in his accent, of course, I'm not
0: going to try to do. No, and, I, uh, I, that was a pretty good effort.
1: Well, I, I don't want to take credit. But then I think Jennifer and Emmanuel will come to say they know much more than Gio
0: than you will ever know.
1: And that's at a moment where he uncomfortably maybe excuses himself
0: yes that could happen that that's it so we've bas- basically taken us on a speculative night out the four of us and imagine that that others it's because we're going to go to a science pub i think that's a great idea it's the first time we go out you know we're hanging out with these people and and there's no you know it's not like for any reason or anything like that it's just you know well, we, all, we all get along that's well it. yeah who it's doesn't want to I, and we, you know,
1: they're, they're our first their first nobel prize winners and and I've gone down the list and I, you know, I'm sure this is, they're all very worthy, but and we we have a connection with them and they'll have a connection with us. And this is not some lascivious thing. It's just, it's just no. a, a joyous a friendship and, and helping the world at the same time.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, we're going to stay one Nobel Prize. We're going to win Nobel Prizes. Yeah. We've got that in common. And, then, and 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 uh, obviously there there's going to be jealousy because you can just I mean I can see the picture first of all I I can totally see how all the drinks the margaritas will be served in beakers Oh I yeah. know that I know that Yeah uh, it's a science pub it's a science oriented pub and there's all these charts and graphs on the wall and
1: stuff. maybe actually it'll be called the test tube
0: Oh I They're love kind it. kind of like a
1: subterranean haunt yeah. and it would have that logo of two maybe test tubes kind of clinking or you know diagonally yeah. and uh or a beaker too you know whatever and well, it, the
0: beaker is easier for a margarita yeah oh yeah the they'll serve it good for a for a, for a straight shot of something. yeah oh definitely like a Straight definitely. shot of whiskey something like that it goes in a test tube
1: and do that's all the waitresses uh, wear white coats uh, lab yeah,
0: yeah, exactly everyone wears white coats and and maybe um little else depending on you know what they're uh, I'm, that again that's that's up to them. I don't know uh, if, they, if they have uh, that kind of what they're what how that works with it. The- I think, Tommy, not
1: only we come up with a scenario for when we meet Emmanuel and Jennifer, but once again, we've stumbled into not not board stumbling. We've walked purposely <laughs> into a chain, uh, the first chain of science bars, which science is bars. so perfect for today. Uh, <laughs> it you know, is. I would be running out to go to the patent office. And uh, yes. I mean, the test tube all yep. of Test Tube LA, Test Tube uh, NYC,
0: and it's science-themed bars. I mean, it's just- and Things to, served in beakers. And by, uh, 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 interesting side note, Scotty, and this is where we mix fact with speculation. Uh, in, in, the 19, in the post-war years of 1940s uh, in America, the high, there was a, a, an article in Life Magazine, I remember reading it years ago, hybrid uh, in the 1947 version or uh, 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 edition that something like that, where what uh, uh, it's who's a highbrow, who's a media middle brow, and who's a lower brow oh. and one of the things. Highbrow people do that highbrow was the most sophisticated, smartest people. They drink their drinks in beakers. That was <laughs> bad. among The highbrows in those days, Scotty, we're oh. going to bring it back with oh. this chain of, of uh, rest of science-based pubs that uh, that uh, have charts and graphs on the walls and documentaries on the screens, not sports.
1: No, sports. not no, not at all. And we can name sandwiches after great scientists. The Jonas Salk, you know, it's yeah. a, you know, whatever it would be. And, and of course, the, the Crick. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. Well, the Crick and Watson would be a double a double decker or maybe a you know triple yeah. decker. The Helix. It,
0: It'd be uh, right, exactly. It would maybe be um, roast beef and chicken in the in the uh, or or may, let, let's make it roast beef and turkey.
1: Yeah, that's a nice. T- and then of course, of course, the Dr. Fauci could be provolone <laughs> and prosciutto and you know some kind of Italian sandwich because he's a wonderful oh, Italian guy from Brooklyn. So I'm getting
0: hungry, Scotty. Yeah, hungry for knowledge.
1: Yeah, and hungry
0: for that uh, Dr. Fauci sandwich. Mm-hmm. I mean this it's is funny. one of those
1: ideas where some of us feel like we should run out with our phones as we're recording this and start setting up shop. Cause I think people listening would be running up and even, you know, buying the property now, cause it's a great idea. And of course, when Jennifer and uh, Emmanuel visit the United States, I think Jennifer's already here. Uh, they, oh, we must see your science, your test tube. Oh, and we give them the VIP treatment, of course. And anyway, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: well, no, I mean, I think, I think if we can get them there on opening night,
1: Oh, absolutely! They'll want to be. Yeah, and they we'll. Can, uh, and such a
0: coup, you know, and I can just see that the the, the, the um, paparazzi and 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 the um, you know the, the the red carpet and the and the velvet ropes and and I mean, uh, I would start ordering velvet ropes soon.
1: Yeah, because they're going to be coming back and they're going to be short. Uh, and Tommy, I do want to add that those who think that this is some, yes, we're fans of the highest order, but and we're, and are we teenagers screaming at Paul Anka? In a different way, in a different yeah. way. But again, this isn't just, uh, and if there is any romance, that's not, that, we, can't, we can't know that. But we do know that we see in them th- things they may not see in themselves. Humor, just the wonderful warmth, the sense of joie de vivre, and they see in us and, and science. Fun. That we don't necessarily see ourselves as so we help each other and find things in each other
0: yeah yeah, wow so we go on a kind of a journey together you know i mean it could be one of those situations and we have to be ready for this where uh they they just decide it's almost like roman holiday with uh uh, gregory peck Peck,
1: and audrey Hepburn.
0: gregory peck uh they they want to run away from their celebrity status just for a while and just be silly and fun and 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 let's go make bee heads and 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 go running on the beach and just flying a kite. You know, it's just silly, simple things that that just gives them joy. And because they're everybody, they're constantly hounded by the paparazzi and serious people. And tell us more. And what's your next big event? Inve- That's the other thing. They're under a lot of pressure. Okay, you gave you gave us the CRISPR. That's great. What else do you got? What do you got for us lately? Right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, you know, the lab is fun. It's their their life's work. But they like to just, you know, uh, kick back and not talk. Also, not talk shop. You know, we do it in a totally different way. We find ideas that we share, but we're not. We don't know exactly what they do. And they love that.
0: Yeah, they love that. They, They think that's yeah, because we're just enthralled by everything they say, everything they do they love the enthrallment you oh know, you, the
1: it, excitement it, it, and they she conveyed that in her lecture and i just see it her eyes widening when i said or can may i say emmanuel i much to my parents chagrin i'm not science is not my forte and yet i watched your whole lecture you did oh you, you, there was not other things to do oh well even if it was not a lockdown i would be thrilled and i, I loved it and i was riveting really and uh, I didn't really look at the camera. I loved it. You look came off great, and I loved your outfit. Oh, and, and especially the the, the heels. <laughs> they laugh there, and, and Jennifer Scotty. looks at her, going, "I told you they noticed that." You know, and all good fun, you know.
0: No, but Scotty, that's what you. I mean, I'm I'm. I feel like I'm at the bar, the the science pub with the uh, Jennifer and Emmanuel and you right now. I mean, that you you pretty much outline a conversation. You know what what could happen, Scotty? Yeah, I would. Re- You know, take this has been recorded, everything we've been saying has been recorded. Of course, the podcast history, and and uh, because I think that will be exactly what how the conversation will go between you and Emmanuel. Or, and and um, what you should do is take out your phone, play the podcast, and say, You know what, I thought that we were going to have this exact conversation. I think they get a big kick out.
1: Wow, well, she would say, That is an invention right there. And it would be, in a sense, to be that that's a, a. You
0: predicted the conversation. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's
1: wow. That's the future, and and that's and
0: the, to, yeah. You could, I think they'll they'll laugh. I think they'll just get such a kick out of the fact that you said right now here on this podcast exactly what uh, what uh, Emmanuel is doesn't even realize right now, but she will say when she's in in our uh, in, in our brand new science pub. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's that's exciting. That's oh, exciting. Yeah. Really.
1: Well, and, and we're going to have the real, all these scientists hanging out there. I mean, where has yeah. there ever been a place designed for them? Every other industry has a hangout. And yeah. and Dr. Fauci and all the people. And be you know, so respectful. With,
0: with, with and comedy, there was a the, uh, uh, comedy writers had a place called um, Residuals. Or, oh, they in, actually
1: called it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they
0: actually called that. Um, uh Yeah. Yeah, so, know, and
1: and uh, science is this is just we're pioneering and we're shepherding this whole uh, well, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, too long in, in the making appreciation of science and scientists. And, and that's what this show and today's show is all about. We yeah. appreciate the work of Emmanuel Charpentier and Jennifer Doudna and CRISPR, CRISPR Cas 9, and their Nobel Prize winning uh, efforts in, in chemistry, I believe it was. And Tommy, we're going to be talking more about them and we will meet them someday soon. And until then, uh, and continuing right up until then, and even during that time when we meet them, I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to continue being Tom Saunders for the uh, foreseeable future. And we're getting through this.